God has been so much better to us than what we deserve. Hot Chocolate Part 8, So Blessed by His Grace Part 3. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. Well, I would like to share just a little humor. At the end of the age, when all the believers were standing in line waiting to get into heaven, God appeared and said, I want all the men to form two lines. One line would be for the men who were the true head of their households. The other line would be for the men who were dominated by their wives. The women left and the men formed two lines. The line of men who were dominated by their wives was seemingly unending. The line of men who were the true head of their household had one man in it. And God said to the first line, he said, you men ought to be ashamed of yourselves. I appointed you to be the head of your households and you were disobedient and have not fulfilled your purpose. All of you, there is one man here who obeyed me, learn from him. Then God turned to the lone man and asked him, how did you come to be in this line? The man replied, I don't know. My wife told me to stand here. (laughs) Well, we are sharing the final part, the final, final part. Last time was supposed to be the final part, but we made it, we extended it and made it the final, final part. (laughs) And we're talking about so blessed by his grace, so blessed by his grace, so blessed by his grace. This is the final cup in the hot chocolate series. The first one was so grateful for his love. The second one was so thankful for his gifts. The third one was so humbled by his glory. The fourth cup was so blessed by his grace. And this is actually part three of that fourth and final cup. The final part, so blessed by his grace. We've said that grace is unmerited favor, is unearned blessing. It's undeserved kindness is what it is. It's a gift, so great of a gift. In the Greek, grace actually is the word charis. You can hear it in the root of charismatic, that word charis. That's the word grace in the Greek, charis. And it's actually, it shares the same root as joy. Joy in the Greek is the word kara, and the word to rejoice in the Greek is the word kairo. And so you have charis, kara, kairos. All three of them, they share the same root word. And actually what it's saying is grace gives us reason to rejoice. So grace, joy, and rejoice, they all come from the same root word. And it shares that grace gives us reason to rejoice. Grace gives us reason to rejoice. It gives us reason to rejoice. Grace gives us reason to rejoice. God is just so incredibly kind. And remember, grace is undeserved kindness. God is so kind that the Bible says that he's even kind to the unthankful and the evil. You know, he's even kind to the evil and the unthankful. 
Even the evil and the unthankful, you know, they're enjoying the sunshine every day. (laughs) They're enjoying God's green planet. They are receiving a measure of grace because God is just so kind. So God, he loves them as much as he loves us because he loved the whole world. And so God's even kind to the evil and the unthankful And the reason God is so kind is because kindness changes hearts. So God's not out trying to destroy the world. God is out so that the world might realize how much he loves the world, that the world would be changed and they would be saved and they would come to him and realize his goodness and his grace and receive that wonderful gift. And so it's not God that Dooms man is rebellious man that will turn from God and not receive the gracious gift. And they won't receive the gracious kindness. And so God is so good. God is so good. And that's really, to be honest with you, that's the only thing that's holding Jesus up from coming back. In fact, it does appear like in these days it's getting really close. But the only thing that has held him up this long, he wants more people to repent. He wants more people to change. He wants more people to come to him. And so he's delayed his coming so that more can be saved. That's his kindness. That's his grace. That's his goodness. And so God is just incredibly kind. He's incredibly kind and We are recipients. We're beneficiaries of that kindness and of that grace. I have a good friend. He's an older gentleman. He's about 85 years old. We go to lunch every once in a while, and we talk by email and text every once in a while. But we've grown to be friends over the years. I've known him for the last 20 years, I guess. And I always ask him, I say, how are you? And he'll always give me the same answer. He said, I am much better than I deserve. And without fail, as long as we've gone to lunch, that's always been his answer. I am much better than I deserve. And he's saying, you know, things in my life are much better than I deserve. Life is so much better than I deserve. I'm doing so much better than I deserve. And that is actually the definition of grace. He's realizing that's the grace of God in his life. And I don't think he even realizes it, but that's the definition of grace. And so he's basically saying, man, I'm enjoying God's grace. God's been gracious to me. God's been good to me. And that's what he's really saying. My life is a testimony of God's grace. That's what it is. I'm better than I deserve. I am better than I deserve. I'm doing better than I deserve. He realizes I don't deserve to be doing this well. It's grace. It's the grace of God. And so I love that. It's a testimony of God's grace. You know, God's not so good to us because we're so good. God is good to us because he's so good. We're recipients. We're beneficiaries of his grace. If you think about last time, we shared from Ephesians chapter 1, we just shared some of the the blessings. Remember, we're talking about so blessed by his grace, so blessed by his grace. We talked about some of the blessings that we've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are blessed. We are chosen. We are sons and daughters with all the full rights and all the full privileges that children have in the family. We've been adopted, we are loved, we are honored, we are favored, we are given a rich inheritance, we are forgiven, we are redeemed. God has given us everything that he has. And then on top of that, 
he came and moved in on the inside of us to live with us. Oh, man, that's grace. That's grace. We are so blessed. We are so blessed by his grace. He is showing us, according to Ephesians, I believe, chapter 2, I believe it's verse 6, but he's showing us, man, the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness. There's that word kindness again. Remember, grace is undeserved kindness. He's showing us the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness. Man, he's taken grace, as great as it is, and then wrapped it in kindness. Oh my goodness, man. It's almost mind-boggling. It's almost mind-boggling. The grace exceeds riches. The exceeding riches of his, it exceeds what you can even describe. And then on top of that, he wrapped that in kindness. <laughs> he wrapped that in kindness. So it's like grace upon grace, grace upon grace. And it's showing you the grace upon grace, grace where we're continually receiving. We're continually receiving grace upon grace and he's showing us exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Praise God. I want you to know, man, that you are saved by grace. You are saved by grace. It's the gift of God. It's the gift of God, the Bible tells us. You're saved by grace. It's the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. There'll be nobody in heaven that'll be able to raise their hand and say, I'm here because I was so good. There'll be nobody that'll be in heaven to be to raise your hand and say, God, you brought me here because I did everything right. No, folks, no, none of us. When it's a gift, we'll all be able to say, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your grace. We're saved by grace. We're saved by grace. We're saved by grace, not of works, lest any man should boast. It's a gift. It's a gift we'll be in heaven saying, Father, thank you for sending the gift. 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 It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. But this grace gift that we're saved by, it also continually operates in our lives. And so not only did this grace save you, this grace is operating daily. It's the same grace. The Holy Spirit showed me that. He says the same grace I saved you with, that same grace is to empower your daily life. It empowers your daily Christian life. It's the same grace you were saved by. You walk in that grace. Be strong in the grace that's in Christ Jesus. You walk in that grace. That grace is operative. It is operative. The same grace that saved you is the same grace you live by. It empowers your life. It empowers your life. And so we live in that grace and we walk in that grace. Be strong. We grow in that grace. We grow in that grace. Be strong in the grace. That's in Christ Jesus. Learn to draw. Learn to draw strength from that grace. Learn to draw strength from that grace. God has graced us and there's a grace upon us. And whatever you're called to do, he's gifted and graced you for it. Learn to draw upon that grace. There's a grace to be a father. There's a grace to be a husband and a wife. There's a grace 
as a grace, as a grace for you to operate, learn to draw from that grace is not in and of your own strength and ability and your own know-how. No, learn to draw from the grace. Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Let me read this one to you. When my friends, like I said, he always answers, you know, whenever I ask him how he's doing, always better than I deserve. I actually found that in scripture. Ephesians, I probably share this with him next time I have lunch with him. Let him know, man, what you said is in the Bible. <laughs> but Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, listen to this. This is, gosh, I can't remember which translation I pulled it from. I believe I pulled it from the CEV, which is contemporary English version. But it, it reads this way. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through 10, it says, You were saved by faith in God who treats you much better than we deserve. This is God's gift to you and not anything you have done on your own. It isn't something you have earned, so there is nothing you can brag about. God planned for us to do good things and to live as he has always wanted us to live. This is why he sent Christ to make us what we are. Mm, that's grace. That's grace. He's always treating us much better than we deserve. He's always treating us much better than we deserve. Let me show you this also, this picture of grace. There's another picture of grace is also in Ephesians. I told you Ephesians is the grace book of the New Testament. And actually, if you really look at chapter 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3, those are really the great grace chapters of the book of Ephesians in the New Covenant. But Ephesians chapter 2, I like in chapter 2, verse 12, it talks about the fact that at one time we were merely Gentiles. Because everybody who was not a, you know, everyone who was not an Israelite, who, who was not Jewish, you were a Gentile. So we were all Gentiles. And it says at one time we were just Gentiles without Christ. We had no covenant. We had no promises. We had no hope. We had to live in the world without a relationship with God. We had no access to him. There was no power of the blessing. That's who we were at one time as merely Gentiles because God's covenant was only with a special group of people. And he was doing that as a demonstration in the earth and it was only with Israel. And anyone who was not born an Israelite, you had no rights to that. You had no rights to that privilege. This was a special privilege to a God's special chosen people. And so we were outsiders. We were Gentiles in the flesh, by the flesh. We were all Gentiles. So there was no hope, there was no covenant, there were no promises, we had no access to God, no relationship to God, and there was no power of the blessing. But folks, all of that changed when it drops down in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13, verse 19. All that changed because now we have Christ. Because of this gift, we have now received Christ. Now we are in Christ, and now we've been adopted into the family, so we've been grafted in and now I'm just as Jewish as any Jew. <laughs> now I'm just a Jew. I've been grafted into the family. I've been grafted in. And so now because of Christ Jesus, everything in the prior verse, the opposite, the contrary is now true. We didn't have hope. Now we have hope. We didn't have a covenant. Now we have a covenant. We didn't have promises. Now we have promises. 
We had no right to access to God. Now we have access to God and we can cry, Abba, Father! And now we have all the rights and all the privileges. And so now we have all of these, the special relationship. We have access. We have everything that we didn't have before. And it's all because of Christ. That is grace. That is grace. That is grace. God has been so much better to us than what we deserve. And now we have the power of the blessing. So on top of all of that, we have the power of the blessing, the power of the Abrahamic blessing now is in operation in our lives. So now we're the head, not the tail. Now we're above and not beneath. Now we're lenders and not borrowers. Now we're blessed coming in and going out. We're blessing the city and in the field, in our basket and in our store. Now our children are blessed and our marriages and families are blessed. And now the blessings on our accounts is on our investments. The blessing now is at work in our lives all because of grace, all because we're in Christ Jesus. We've received the blessing. Man, that's grace. Aren't you all happy for grace? That's grace. That's grace. That's grace. One time we were without all of that, but now by grace, Oh, we've been grafted in. We've been grafted in. Glory to God. We've been grafted in. We've been grafted in. Praise God. I, I want to go to Israel and just knock on some Israelite doors and say, Oh, I'm your blood brother. <laughs> I'm your blood brother. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Because your blood brother is here. Oh, we have just as much access now. We have just as much right now. And that's what it's so excited about in Ephesians. That's why it was so exciting in Ephesians. It gets over and he starts talking about now you have the access. Now you have the rights. Now you're part. Abraham belongs to you just as he did to them. Oh, man. Don't let me go to Israel because I'm going to knock on some doors and say your blood brother is home for dinner. (laughs) Just go in the kitchen and say, hey, mama, what you cooking tonight? Oh, man. Oh, (laughs) because of Jesus, because of Jesus, that's grace, that's grace, that's grace, man. All of Abraham's blessings are ours now. He's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Everything he promised Abraham, that has now come on us by Christ Jesus. That's grace. That's a picture of grace. It's a picture of grace. You didn't do anything to deserve that or earn that. It's a picture of grace. It's a picture of grace. Praise God. Praise God. Man, that's who we are now. That's why we're so blessed by his grace. We're so blessed. And all of us, we can say like my friend, man, we're doing better than we deserve. <laughs> we're doing better than we deserve. Man, what we've been given, man, it's more than I deserve. I didn't deserve it. I don't even know how this happened to me. I don't even know. Man, all I can know is, is I didn't deserve this. I didn't deserve, I didn't deserve to be a son and a daughter. Didn't deserve to be a king and a priest. Oh man, I didn't deserve to be a joint heir with Jesus. Man, I'm doing everything I can to to hold from, keep from jumping off these steps. (laughs) Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm. And man, and it goes on there in Ephesians 
In two verses there in Ephesians, it talks about how Christ Jesus has given us access. We have access. We have access. Man, they didn't have access to God like we have access now. And that's why the Bible says, come boldly. Come boldly to the throne of grace. That you might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time. We have access because of Jesus now. Because of Jesus, we have access. We have access. We're in him. Praise God. We have his righteousness. Oh, man. Praise God. God's so incredibly kind. He's so incredibly, incredibly kind. My brother, Bishop Dale, he sent me yesterday, he sent me a recording. And it was a testimony of a pastor who, he had come down with the flu and the flu ended up infecting his vocal cords. He ended up losing his voice, and his voice never returned. So even after the flu was gone, it had damaged his vocal cords, and he couldn't speak above a whisper. So he had to resign from his church because, you know, he had no ministry without a voice, per se. And he resigned, so he had been resigned for about a year or so. He went to all the specialists, all the doctors. They couldn't figure out what it was. They finally gave him some name for it. They were really stunned and puzzled. And finally, the church that he used to pastor, they had called him back to teach one of their large Sunday school classes. And so he came back just as a guest. Now remember, he can't talk above a whisper, so basically they had to take the microphone and just almost glue it to his lips. They had to put it right, you know, they had to literally put the microphone in his mouth and because he can only whisper. And so that, you know, the, the microphone would give some amplification to the whisper, but he still just talked in a low whisper. And he said that he was just teaching the lesson. These lessons are planned out probably two years in advance because he's in a denomination. So they already have the lessons planned out two years in advance. It just so happened the lesson that day was on Psalms 103. So he was teaching, he can only do it at a whisper. He's teaching on Psalms 103. And it was interesting as he gets into it, he makes a comment about healing. And he actually makes a comment, bless his heart. He said, you know, he said, you really can't say that Jesus died for our physical healing. And so he was talking along those lines. He says, you know, not really meant for God to heal everybody. You know, so he was talking along those lines. And as he was teaching on Psalms 103, God healed him. While he was teaching, his voice came back over the microphone and it overwhelmed him. He began to cry and weep. He was just saying the physical healing may not be for us. And as he was saying that in a whisper, God healed him and amplified his voice. And he realized that while he was saying God doesn't heal us any longer, God healed him while he was saying he doesn't heal us. And he realized that God was so incredibly kind that it overwhelmed him. He just wept. He wept while he was teaching. He wept. It was the kindness and the grace of God. And he was teaching on Psalms 103. Don't forget my benefits. I am the Lord who forgives all of your iniquities and I heal all your diseases. Oh, man. Praise God. Man, I'm out of time. Listen, I'm just out of time. (laughs) I'm having fun. I'm having so much fun. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, man. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Those of you watching by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com and you can listen to this entire hot chocolate series absolutely free of charge. Be sure to email it to a friend. But thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because brother, you need the word.
Praise God. I still didn't get through what I wanted to share, but man, this grace is so good. So blessed by his grace. I'm just so blessed by his grace. So blessed by his grace. God did some things for me recently. And I just said, Father, you're just so, you're just too kind. He's incredibly kind. He wants you to know that. He's incredibly kind. Incredibly kind. And that's all I could say to him. I said, Father, you're incredibly kind. Because I didn't deserve this. Say, you're incredibly kind. Incredibly kind. Not just kind. You're incredibly kind. He's incredibly kind. He wants you to know that. He's incredibly kind. He's incredibly kind. We're so blessed by his grace. So blessed by his grace. Praise God. Man, I'm just so excited. I'm so blessed by his grace. I'm so thankful for it. Thank God for the series. We're so grateful for his love. So thankful for his gifts. So humbled by his glory. We're so blessed by his grace. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Well, I have to see if I'm going to finish next time. I don't know. Man, I can teach grace till Jesus come back. <laughs> Jesus can come back. He'll say, hey, see, Elijah, what you preaching? I'm preaching on grace. Preaching on your grace. Preaching on your grace. Preaching on your grace. You've been better to us than we deserve. You've been better to us than we deserve. It's your grace. It's your grace. That's why the apostle Paul coined it. He said, I have preached the gospel of grace. I have preached the gospel of grace. Praise God. It's God's gift. It's God's gift to us. It's God's gift to us. Oh, man. Praise God. Well, all right. I'm tuning myself down. (laughs) I'm trying to unwind. Man, this grace is so good. This grace is so good. Oh, man. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're just so blessed by your grace. We're so blessed by your grace. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We're doing better than we deserve. We're doing better than we deserve. We're better than we deserve. He's given us so much. Praise God. Amen. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Man, y'all preach me happy tonight. (laughs) Oh, man. This grace. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Well, let's pray. Father, we just thank you so much. We love you, Lord, and we're just so grateful. We're so blessed by your grace. Thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the ministry. Thank you for the opportunity we have to share your grace and love with others. And Father, we're just so grateful to you. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for blessing us. Lord, you've been better to us than what we deserve. And it's your grace. And we are aware of that. And we'll share that grace. 
We'll be gracious with others as you have been gracious with us, Lord. We thank you for it. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let every heart say, Amen. You are listening to BrothersOfTheWord.com. This was part 8 of the series titled, Hot Chocolate, subtitled, So Blessed by His Grace, part 3. By C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7937, that's 7937. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7937 to a friend, go to BrothersOfTheWord.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the Word. Brothers of the Word.